Miss... He started, then waited for her last name. She waited, too, obviously not one to give in to any demands. Finally, she replied, Nichols, Cassandra Nichols. She said it with a daring Bond, James Bond, intonation, and he had to admire her pluck. Miss Nichols, he said. What exactly did you do with the diamond? She grinned and flicked her palms up. What diamond? Tessa hid a smile and whispered into his mind, I like her already. I like her too, his dragon murmured, nodding vigorously. He ignored both of them and glared at the woman. The diamond you walked out of the auction house with, the one Drax so desperately wants. Cassandra arched an eyebrow. You mean the one you so desperately want? Damn it. He didn't want anything desperately. He was cool and controlled all the time. Except around her, his dragon pointed out. Kai and Tessa were watching him, and he'd never felt so on the spot. I don't want it desperately. No? Could have fooled me. Damn it. He hadn't expected this at all. He'd expected a blubbering, tearful mess. Most humans reacted that way at their first sight of shifters, and judging by Cassandra's reaction in the alley, it had been her first sight. He was sure of that. What do you know about the diamond? He asked, trying to gain some headway. I know it's mine. Eloise left it to me. Eloise who? Kai scribbled on a notepad. My aunt. She told me to guard the diamond with my life, and you can bet your ass I will. Silas stared. Did nothing scare her? Oh, she's scared all right, his dragon murmured. But damn, does she handle it well. Guard it against whom, he asked, getting back on track. One side of her mouth crooked up. Dragons, of course. He sat back a tiny bit. Listen, I only want to help. I don't need help, Cassandra insisted. Tessa leaned in, thank goodness. It's more than just a diamond, you know. Cassandra made a face. Yes, it seems to have a magnetic effect on dragons. Silas tried a different tact. We'd be more than happy to pay you for it. No need to pay the auction house a commission. More money for you. She crossed her arms. Maybe I'm not interested in money. Everyone is interested in money. Kai murmured into his head. Try again. Silas ignored him. So, what are you interested in? Keeping it out of the hands of dragons, Cassandra said, as if that was obvious. Silas snorted. Believe me, I'd be happy for you to do that. But now the diamond has attracted Drax's attention. Yours, too, she pointed out. Somehow, she had a knack for taking the wind out of his sails and for stirring every one of his senses. His dragon was restless, sniffing wildly, taking her in. There wasn't a hint of city in her clean, clear scent, just the fragrance of lavender and dandelions. If he closed his eyes, he could picture little white tufts floating across endless fields, someplace way out in the country where problems seemed far away. 
but he couldn't close his eyes, no matter how he wanted to. He had to remain alert and wary. My goal is to keep others from abusing its power, he reassured her. And who will prevent you from abusing its power? Silas pursed his lips. He'd considered that very question himself. The spirit stones were notoriously difficult to control, a little like his inner dragon. If the five jewels were reunited, who knew what influence they might try to exert over him? He wished he could state the truth, that he would have preferred the windstone to remain lost to the shifter world, that he didn't want anything to do with it. But it was too late for that. Duty called, and he would answer. You can trust me, he said. Can I? Can I? 